Good morning, folks. Today is Monday, October 31st, 2022. Happy Halloween, and here's what's coming up this week in TAPS. We're coming to you today from the 2022 TAPS Cross Country State Championship here at the Cottonwood Creek Golf Course in Waco, Texas. Today's championship is divided into morning and afternoon sessions. Race times as of this recording are as follows. 5A girls run at 9 a.m., 4A boys run at 9.15. 6A girls run at 9.40, 5A boys at 10. 4A girls start at 10.25, and 6A boys close out the morning session at 10.45 a.m. In the afternoon session, 1A girls run at 1 p.m., 2A boys at 1.15, 3A girls at 1.40, 1A boys at 1.55, 2A girls run at 2.20, and the last race of the day will be the 3A boys race at 2.45 p.m. The awards ceremony for each classification will take place approximately 30 minutes after the conclusion of the last race in that classification. You can catch live streams of the start and finish of each race and the awards ceremony along with separate streams from cameras placed at the one and two mile markers. You can find links to all of these streams by visiting tapstvnetwork.com or by downloading the Taps TV app on your smartphone, tablet, Apple TV, or any other smart TV or device. Just visit your app store and search for Taps TV. All live streams are free to watch. Tickets to attend the event are $7 general admission and can be purchased at taps.biz tickets or on the Hometown Ticket app. Yesterday was the walkthrough here at Cottonwood Creek and we caught up with two TAPS coaches and asked them about what it was like to prepare their teams for the state meet. Hi, I'm Ben Lamb. I'm the head coach at Nolan Catholic High School. Hi, this is Mark Reeves and I'm the head coach at Colleyville Covenant Christian Academy. This is my first full year. I've been a coach there for 11 years. Had a really good season so far this year. Had a lot of people who improved significantly from last year. We've had some crazy jumps, especially in our girls, uh, where we've just been kind of closing that gap in on our first runner and doing really well. Uh, our program is extremely strong on the girls' side. I have two of the top runners in the state and hopefully their crew will support them. And on the guys' side, we're kind of in a rebuilding. We have primarily freshmen and sophomores. Uh, they've got a little ways to go. Uh, we've been focusing on hills a lot. So obviously, there's a lot of hills out here on the golf course. Um, and then just spending a lot of time building confidence, because I think that's really our biggest thing that we were lacking, was just the confidence to go out and compete. Uh, we started running in the summer. And then we've obviously, during the school year, we get up, get out early about six in the morning, uh, do a lot of uh, a lot of interval, a lot of fart licks, uh, you know, hard days, rest days, uh, long runs, and uh, just to make sure when we're doing this is that the kids are always staying focused and, and have fun. I think it's super important because unlike track, cross country is really based on a team atmosphere. Uh, so building a culture where you're bringing up the kids that are younger and representing the school is always helpful because you get the support. I think the benefit is just like I tell uh, a lot of different athletes is that this is a this is a sport that actually uh, is a good foundation uh, for other sports whether or not I have kids or soccer players basketball players uh, kids that uh, want to get a head start uh, for the track season that'll come in in February. It's awesome I really like it it's, uh, it's an awesome experience and it looks like they go all out for it, so it's really cool. When we're going over the course, we're looking at the lines uh, as far as where you want to be running, uh, not to necessarily go out 
really outside, far outside in a curve. We're looking for the places where I know that there's usually moves that uh, are, are attempted to be made by the different runners, uh, places that you need to push it, and just going through the whole course just to kind of simulate it. And hopefully it'll make sense tomorrow when they run in it. I love the fact that we're out at a golf course. I know that last year uh, the NCAA Division one regional uh, cross-country meet was here, so the kids get excited when they know some of the top runners in the country uh, were also at this place. Elsewhere in athletics this week, today is the first day for games in winter soccer and basketball. Follow at Taps Basketball and at Taps Soccer on Twitter for more as we progress through the season. Today also marks the start of Week 11 in football, the last week of the 2022 regular season. Good luck to all of our teams competing this week. District certification is this Saturday, November 5th. Also in athletics, fall soccer regional matches take place this week. In the north, Yavna Academy of Dallas will face against Christian Heritage Classical School of Longview. Alcuin School of Dallas has advanced to the other north regional match, but as of this taping, we are still waiting on results from the area match between North Dallas Adventist Academy and Dallas International School. Once we have that information, we'll update the brackets on the TAPS website. In the south region, Lutheran High School of San Antonio will face Presbyterian Pan American of Kingsville, and Chicopin School will face First Baptist of Brownsville. Regional matches will take place on November 4th. The winners will advance to the state semifinals which will take place on Monday, November 7th at the Round Rock Multipurpose Complex in Round Rock with a championship the following day. The Final Four and championship matches will be broadcast on TAPS TV. Also in athletics, we are one week closer to the 2022 Volleyball Final Four. Area games take place tomorrow and regional games take place this Saturday, November 5th. Join us in Waco for the Final Four in championships. 1A and 2A classifications are November 9th and 10th. 3A, 4A, and 5A are November 10th and 11th, and the 6A games will take place on November 11th and 12th. Follow at Taps Volleyball on Twitter or check the Taps website, that's taps.biz, for more information. A reminder to athletic directors, tomorrow, Tuesday, November 4th, is our next enrollment snapshot and the winter transfer deadline. Last week in athletics, the 2022 TAPS Field Hockey Championships took place in San Antonio. We caught up with head coach of St. Mary's Hall and host of this year's tournament, Valerie Lohr, after her team's match against St. Agnes on Thursday. Hi, my name is Valerie Lohr. I am the head coach at St. Mary's Hall for field hockey. I'm also the director of student well-being and performance mindset. So our season because it's TAPS and we have four teams in TAPS for field hockey, we play a lot of the SPC schools. And so we'll go up to St. Andrews, St. Stephen's, we can pick up schools in Houston. So we travel a lot. We are the only program in San Antonio. So we travel up to Houston, we travel um, up to Dallas, Fort Worth, just to pick up extra games. And we'll do like the Episcopal Cup and different pieces like this to get extra games in. So we do travel a lot, but we like traveling. And I came from the collegiate world. so. It's got the same feeling, it's got the same momentum, that intentionality that, hey, we're here to play, we're having a good time. Okay, so currently the first match was played. We were the fourth seed team. St. Mary's Hall is fourth seed. We just played the top seed. So St. Agnes Academy and um, St. Mary's Hall just faced off. 
um, St. Agnes Academy, great coach, Jeremy Kane, great team. Um, they beat us 4 nothing, and they earned it every second. Really great play. So right now, the next game that's going to be played is the 2-3 and three seed, and that will be um, All Saints Episcopal and Parish Episcopal. So they, they will play next. So the winner of that game will play in the championship game tomorrow against St. Agnes at 1 p.m. or 1.30, depending on weather. And then we will play the runner-up match against the team that does not succeed in this match right now. Field hockey, the way I explain it to people that haven't ever played, this is a contact sport. You, you watch the match, you know that it's contact. People have this idea that it's just this light passing back and forth or we don't take it seriously. Like, those are athletes out there. And you can go so far if you want to put in the hours and put in the time and take the coaching. And it's kind of like soccer with a weapon, to be honest, because you have a stick in your hand and we run the same plays where we just, and it's soccer without offsides. So how, if you know soccer and you know how to work those lines, you can cut in the backside without offsides. So it's a real, and what's really nice too is boys and girls can play from the time that they're two or three years old until you're 80. This is a game for life. And there is competition for 50, 60, 70 year olds. And they do it all over the country, just not yet here. So we're looking to bring it here because this is a sport that you should be able to throw sticks in your car. And while you're getting out your baseball mitts or your soccer ball at family picnics, grab out your sticks too and play. It's so much fun. I just thank you guys for coming down here and supporting us and just keep pushing field hockey because it's an intelligent sport, it's a tough sport, and it is competitive, and I can't wait to see what happens in Texas. In match one, number four seed St. Mary's Hall fell to number one seed St. Agnes Academy, zero to four. In match two, Parish Episcopal defeated All Saints Episcopal five to two. On Friday, the third place match, All Saints Episcopal overcame St. Mary's Hall two to one in a shootout. And in a close championship match, St. Agnes Academy scored once late in the fourth quarter to defeat Parish Episcopal School. You can watch recordings of all four games by visiting tapstvnetwork.com. Photos of each match will be available next week, and you can find those by visiting taps.biz photos. We have some competition results for you from Fine Arts. Last week we held the 2022 Fall Band Championships in Waco that we had to make a venue change due to bad weather. Thanks once again to the staff at the Waco Convention Center for going above and beyond to accommodate us all under one roof. In Field Band Tier 2, Sacred Heart Catholic School took first place, followed by Wichita Christian School and All Saints Episcopal School and Lubbock came in third. In Field Band Tier 1, Lutheran South Academy took the top spot, followed by Concordia Lutheran High School, with Liberty Christian School coming in third place. In the Marching Band Competition Tier 2, Lutheran High North took first place, with Pantigo Christian Academy runner-up and Bay Area Christian School in third. In Tier 1 of the Marching Band Competition, Midland Christian School took the top spot, followed by Nolan Catholic High School of Fort Worth, with Fort Worth Christian coming in third. In the drumline competition in the mixed middle school and high school division, McKinney Christian was recognized for outstanding snare and tenor, while Prince of Peace Christian School was recognized for their bass section. In drumline tier 5, Pantigo Christian Academy took the top spot and picked up outstanding front ensemble awards. All Saints Episcopal School in Tyler came in second place with recognition for their outstanding snare and cymbal sections. McKinney Christian came in third place with further recognition for their outstanding bass section. 
Regent School of Austin took the top spot in Tier 4 of the Drumline competition with recognition for their outstanding snare and bass sections. Grapevine Faith Christian School came in second place and was recognized by the judges for their outstanding tenor and front ensemble sections. Fort Worth Christian took third place and earned an outstanding cymbal section award. In Drumline Tier 3, St. Thomas Episcopal School came in first place with awards for outstanding snare and tenor sections. Trinity Christian Academy of Willow Park took second place with awards for outstanding bass and cymbal sections. And Veritas Academy came in third place with awards for their outstanding front ensemble. Nolan Catholic High School took the top spot in Tier 2 of Drumline with recognition from the judges for their outstanding bass, tenor, snare, and front ensemble sections. Congratulations, Vikings. The Tier 2 runner-up was Concordia Lutheran High School with St. Pius X Catholic School coming in third. And finally, in Tier 1, Grace Community School earned recognition for their outstanding bass, tenor, snare, cymbal, and front ensemble sections along with first place. Cypress Christian School was the runner-up. Also in fine arts, district competitions for one-act play have concluded and the results are coming in. As of taping today, these are the results that have been reported to and confirmed by the TAPS office. In Division 1, Grace Community School of Tyler will advance to state with their production of 12 Angry Jurors, along with Coram Deo Academy of Flower Mound with their production of The Man Who Came to Dinner. In Division 2, Trinity Christian School of Lubbock advances with their production of The Shape of the Grave, Live Oak Classical School of Waco with their production of These Shining Lives, Prince of Peace Christian School of Carrollton with their production of Chemical Imbalance, a Jekyll and Hyde play. Dallas Christian School of Mesquite advances with their production of The Old Man and the Old Moon. Cypress Christian School advances with their production of They Promised Her the Moon. And Alpha Omega Academy of Huntsville rounds out our Division II competitors with their production of Snow Angel. And in Division Three, All Saints Episcopal School of Lubbock will advance to state with their production of Peter and the Starcatcher. Kingdom Preparatory Academy of Lubbock advances with Cinderella with the Comedia Players, St. Paul Catholic School of Shiner with the Comedy of Errors, and Macedonian Christian Academy of Alamo, Texas with their production of Bus Stop. Eight schools from 12 district competitions will compete in the state championship. Remember, not all results have been reported at this time. All one-act play state performances will be held at the Callow Theater in Kerrville, Texas. The Division II championships will take place on November 9th and 10th. Division III will take place on November 11th and 12th. And Division I will take place on November 14th and 15th. Full results of the district competition will be posted on the TAPS website as soon as they are in. Ticket information will be on the TAPS website under Fine Arts. Visit taps.biz for more information. We will be live streaming performances where the school has secured permission to do so. You can watch those performances on tapstvnetwork.com or use the Taps TV app. We will also have a photographer on site for all state performances this year. It's the first time we've been able to do that. And those photos will be available at taps.biz photos. We will also be looking to get interviews for Taps Talk with the participants. So watch for the guy with the microphone if you plan on being there. Follow at tapsoap on Twitter for competition news and results. Finally, in Fine Arts, the deadline for the TAPS 2022 Fall Photo Contest is this week, Thursday, November 3rd. Check the Fine Arts page on the TAPS website for submission instructions. Do not wait until the last minute. Contact us at the TAPS office if you need help. Send an email to info at taps.biz. The contest is open to faculty and students. That's it for this week in TAPS. We'll be back next week with more from our community across the state of Texas. Got something special that you want us to mention? Tag us on Twitter at TAPS Talk, and we'll try to get it on the air. Or send audio, video, or text to talk at taps.biz. Special thanks to Mark Reeves, Ben Lamb, and Valerie Lohr for taking the time to talk with me. 
This Week in Taps is a production of the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. It is produced and hosted by me, John Skees, the Director of Media for Taps. Brian Bunselmeyer is our Executive Director. Robert Huckabee is our Associate Director and Director of Compliance. Steve Prudhomme is our Associate Director. Steve Huhulin is our Athletic Director. Rhonda Smith is our Director of Fine Arts. Liz Cornett is our General Manager of Corporate Partnerships. Kelly Bay, Delaney Bunselmeyer, Will Dixon, and Vicki Morgan help keep everything running smoothly in the Taps office from transfer paperwork to event logistics to live broadcasts. Music in this episode licensed through Upbeat Music, with additional music from the championship-winning performance of the Nolan Catholic High School drumline. Thank you for listening. See you next week. <laughs>